freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. everybody. Welcome to episode number 323 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearmsauctions.com, where you set the price on guns, ammo, and accessories. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm the other guy, Dan Todd. Our theme today is a sentinel over the audit. And our guest is Arizona State Senator Wendy Rogers. Senator Rogers is a conservative American first Republican in Arizona's LD6 district. She's a retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonel and pilot, business entrepreneur, and a homeschool mom. Absolutely. Welcome to the show, Senator Rogers. Oh, it's very exciting for me to be with all of you. Thank you, Cheryl. Uh, I'm broadcasting to you from the Valley right now because today... Monday, uh, the 14th of June, I will be on the floor of the state Senate. We are resuming our session today. Uh, I represent Northern Arizona and it cuts across four counties, uh, Yavapai County, Gila County, Navajo County, and of course, where I live, Flagstaff, uh, Coconino County. And it goes all the way from uh, Williams, which is the gateway to the Grand Canyon, all the way over to Holbrook, Uh, which is, of course, where Petrified Forest is, and then down through uh, Heber Overgaard, Snowflake Taylor, Olive Payson, uh, the Verde Valley, the four C's, I call them, which are Clarkdale, Cottonwood, Camp Verde, and Cornville, and then all of Sedona and all of Flagstaff. So uh, I'm I'm very honored uh, to not only have served my country for 20 years as an Air Force pilot uh, and my husband as well as an Air Force engineer. We have been married 43 years. We served alongside one another for uh, 20 years. Uh, But to represent my state, uh, where I went to pilot training, uh, where we decided to retire from the Air Force 25 years ago, hard to believe, and um, where we raised our kids. So in the background, Uh, you'll see a portrait of our son, George, who became a Marine officer. Also in the background, you'll see two sabers uh, from my ancestors who fought in the Civil War. And so I'm a fifth generation, consecutive fifth generation uh, military officer. Our son, George, depicted behind me, uh, was the sixth generation in my family to serve. So this is very important to us to keep alive the fire of the republic and so that's why the arizona audit uh, has been something that i've uh, been down to almost every day last week and will be happy to talk to it's fantastic and thank you so much for your service for your family's service uh this is uh such an incredible um generational 
uh, family thing that you have going there and that the state of Arizona now benefits from to have people that really get it, right? They get what the constitution is about and why it's so important to preserve our republic. And if we can't even know that our elections are free and fair and accurate and safe, then I don't know what direction we could possibly expect our republic to go. So, so thank you for all of that. And as you mentioned, today is Monday, June 14th, that we're in the studio of 2021. Uh, and it happens to be Flag Day. And I think that it wasn't planned that way, but I think it was meant to be that we would be talking about this. Uh, I've heard it called the America's Audit, the Arizona Audit. Because as, as our state goes with this audit, I think many other states will follow. And so it's, it's appropriate, I think, that that's on, on Flag so, Day. So we got to get to the news. What is happening with the audit? <laughs> Danny is jumping well, at the bit here. That's, that's good, Dan. Uh, today, we should um, wrap up with the actual counting. Uh, the audit, though, is a 2.1 million ballot deep dive forensic audit, which is much, much different than what anyone uh, is, is used to hearing about. Uh, I have hosted, uh, first I'll tell you who I've hosted and then I'll tell you a little bit about the details of what uh, is getting looked at. I've hosted uh, state legislator uh, equivalents from Virginia, from um, Washington State, Nevada, um, trying to think where else, uh, Wisconsin, just day, day before yesterday. Uh, several states, I want to say at least 10 states now, have come out. That has wound down now. Uh, we aren't having any more visitors. What the audit has been comprised of is a several-phase approach. Uh, Cyber Ninjas is the overarching prime contractor. They are an application security company. They can look at an app, as it were, to see uh, where it might be flawed. Then you have Cypher, C-Y, capital F, capital I, capital R, which looks at databases. And uh, they are the ones, in fact, Cypher uh, are the ones who discovered the Office of Personnel Management database breach a few years ago, where all of us who had secret or top secret clearances had our information um, compromised. So oh my gosh, it is to say that these companies that the Arizona Senate uh, hired are the best in the business. They have the top most um, prestigious clearances and they have uh, the best forensic capabilities. And it's interesting because if you ask President Karen Fan, my Senate colleague, my Senate president, how she was able to put this all together, she will tell you that you do not open the yellow pages to find a company that can audit elections. This has never been done before. Arizona is unprecedented in the scope and the depth of this kind of audit. And that's why these other states who want to do something similar whether or not they have the political horsepower or the advantage in their state legislatures party-wise to do it, uh, they certainly want to see it before it's done. It'll be done. The actual hands-on uh, analysis of the ballots will be done 
uh, the 30th of June. And it has to be because the lease runs out with the Phoenix Coliseum. So if you want to still see what's going on on the floor of the Phoenix Coliseum, all eyes are on and you can go to this website for live camera footage, footage, azaudit.org, A-Z-A-U-D-I-T dot O-R-G. And those cameras are on all the time. I think there are nine cameras, plus every counting station, every evaluation station has at least two cameras, one up top and one to the side. So there is complete transparency. Other than the colored counting Lazy Susan tables you might have seen in the uh, uh, footage, there is also a huge and growing every day because this is now where the bulk of the ballots is going, examination tables. And these are cameras with microscopic capability. So every ballot is uh, photographed. And then there are four uh, little tubular microscopic, uh, microscopic uh, focused camera lenses uh, for on each quadrant uh, of the ballot to look at the corner of the ballot to see what kind of fibers mm -hmm. the paper is. Mm -hmm. uh, it also looks at a target crosshairs symbol that can uh, be evaluated from the back to the front of the paper mm -hmm. and whether or not it aligns. Mm -hmm. There is also the capability uh, to see these little yellow watermark dots in the paper. Mm -hmm. But I think the most amazing aspect of this forensic analysis of the paper is that you can look at the oval where the person marked who he voted for and you can see if it was marked by a human mm -hmm. or not because yes. you could see the depth of the paper and the imprint into the paper mm -hmm. and so this is an amazing amount of technology that has been marshaled together but also equally or maybe even more impressive has been the uh, evolution of best business practices. Mm -hmm. uh, they have, the, the contractors have hired the best in the business from all over the United States. This is not just Arizona professionals. Many of the people on the floor, and by the way, there are at least two or three attorneys walking around the floor all day mm -hmm. to ensure that this is a legally pristine environment. There is no uh, chatter. There is no extraneous talk. It, it reminds me of the inside of a cockpit when you're on headset, when you're flying, you don't talk about uh, the day's events or what you dreamt last night. It's all <laughs> on task, okay? Also, what comes to mind from my Air Force background is the chain of custody acute uh, procedures and the accountability that that comes from that. Uh, on an Air Force flight line, you'll be spread eagled if you go past the guard without showing your line badge. Well, at the Arizona Audit, you not only have armed guards 24 seven, but you have to sign off everything. If you go to the bathroom for 10 minutes, you have to sign off whatever material you're, you're handling. Mm -hmm. I even interviewed a fellow Air Force officer volunteer 
who had been a pilot like me, and he was telling me this. He said, Wendy, this is stricter than strategic air command when I flew tankers. And this guy was a general officer, by the way. So that really, really is something that you can take to the bank. And so you have this deep dive onto the uh, composition and the writing on the ballot. You have the counting of the ballots. You have the aggregation of those counts. You have three different people uh, counting the vote. And by the way, this is just the presidential Mm -hmm. and the U.S. Senate races, two races, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, People ask me, well, Wendy, could it go to other counties? Could it go down ballot to other races? Certainly the capability is there, but right now this is what, is being done. And uh, it it is just something you can be very proud of as Arizonans. And then you say to me, well, you don't, uh, your race didn't involve Maricopa County. You would be right. But Maricopa County is ground zero for the abundance of votes, of course, for the state, 2.1 million ballots. And it's not, excuse me, just one second. Uh, It's not about necessarily, as far as I know, trying to uh, go back and and overturn anything that happened. Correct. This is just about let's make sure that our elections are what we believe they are and that everyone can have confidence. That's the thing that strikes me as so weird that anybody would be against this and that they're trying to, you know, say things like, oh, they're looking at the composition of the paper. How crazy are you? And all I can think about is counterfeit money, right? I mean, have people done every kind of of thing they can possibly do to, you know, using different papers, using different inks, using different, you know, artistic techniques to counterfeit money? Why would we in our wildest dreams not think that someone might try to counterfeit ballots in an election with with the consequences that that we're dealing with you know at the the level of the office that they call the most powerful office in the free world i mean it it boggles my mind that anybody would push back on this and try to to undermine it in any way absolutely everyone should embrace this this is what we call the restoration of election integrity This is so that we get it right for 2022. This is so we can enact, yes, ma'am, to enact legislation uh, from the lessons learned that we got from this exercise. But it's also to say that we will not stop until we get to the truth of 2020. Absolutely. I I interrupt. So, Wendy, you said you have two Two and a half million uh, paper ballots. Two point one. Is there is that every ballot that was in Arizona then? No, or Maricopa County point? only. Just Maricopa County only. Yes, right? sir. Okay. And so we uh, we've been seeing a headline or two uh, having to do with you and uh, Merrick Garland, uh, our new U.S. Attorney General, I believe is is who this is, right? Yes. Uh, and so. I don't know how how realistic this is. Is he saber rattling? Because the article that I'm reading says that he m- might perhaps 
come and want to seize all the machines and the documents having to do with the audit? Is that, I mean, is, is there real um, strength behind that? Or is he just kind of throwing some words around? I don't know what he's doing, but I will put a message back to him from Arizona that he will be legally dealt with if he tries such a stunt. This has been Long upheld. Our, our audit has been upheld by four courts. This is a state's right issue. We as a state legislature, uh, in particular, the Arizona State Senate has been vested with the power to uh, lead uh, the audit, not only lead the audit, but to ensure election integrity. Uh, we have been thwarted at every turn, but not denied. And so we will finish. We will report to our state to whom, for whom we work. And the rest of the country can look at the data. This is data driven. And as I mentioned before, we have to get to the truth. Affidavits galore on anecdotal uh, evidence of impropriety. And so it is our responsibility. It is the Arizona State Senate's responsibility to get to the bottom, to investigate and do this as a state. And the federal government needs to understand they will be legally dealt with if they overstep their boundaries. Absolutely, absolutely. I love that. And the, and Why the would he do that? Of... Why? That's what I don't, I don't understand. Why would an attorney general think that it's okay to do that? What are they hiding? Good question. I, I think there has been increased attention federally due to the fact that so many states have come out here now to Arizona and have unequivocally stated that these procedures are above reproach, they're completely objective, and they're unprecedentedly deep and far-ranging. And they will be irrefutable uh, when the results come out. I, I, and that is what we need. We need it to be believable no matter right. which side, where you land as a human being on the political spectrum, you need to be able to go, okay, I, I believe that everything was controlled and it was legal and it was done with the idea of just finding facts and uh, not with like a preconceived notion of where uh, we should end up at the end of the audit. So that is the key to all of this. Um, well, I want to ask, could I, Wendy, sure. so when this audit is over on the 30th, will, and there, what, what the, if the results come back either way, are you going to be satisfied that the audit was the was 100% perfect, ready to go? I will be. And make no mistake, it will take weeks to compile the results. And right. the results are being uh, evaluated on several levels, uh, both uh, in terms of the machines, uh, the, the, the paper ballots themselves, uh, the connectivity uh, to where those machines were connected, and uh, this is a, I'm not a software person. I mean, I'm a, I'm a pilot with a background as a clinical social worker, but I have visited the audit so many times now. And every time I go, I learn more. And all of this, by the way, everyone uh, is compiled into three different chronological after action reports on my Facebook. Uh, if you go to facebook.com slash Wendy Rogers AZ, Wendy Rogers AZ, you'll see my after action reports. 
And in those reports, I detail uh, what the procedures have been, what the steps have been that have been followed. And all of this is to say it came out of the mouth of none other than the CEO of Cyber Ninjas and was cleared by him before I put it out. And uh, he, he told me one time, he said, Senator Rogers, you have to understand that the left has tried to redefine the word evidence mm. to be proof or proof to be evidence, whichever way you look at it. Mm -hmm. He said, think about it like this. You get up in the morning and your lawn is wet out in front of your house. That's the evidence. Now you have to find out to prove mm -hmm. what caused that. Mm -hmm. Did it rain last night? Did your neighbors water the lawn? Mm -hmm. Did your sprinklers go off? Mm -hmm. Was it the morning dew? Mm -hmm. So what you do then is you investigate, which is what we're doing now. And then you draw a conclusion which comprises part of the proof. He said, but what has happened is the left has redefined uh, and, and conflated the terms evidence and proof. We have evidence. Mm -hmm. We just need to now prove mm -hmm. why and how that evidence occurred. Yeah. And the courts won't take it right, wrong or indifferent. So it's up to us. It's up to the Arizona State Senate to do this. Wow. And this the is reason, your first term, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> you, the reason cow. I the reason I asked this is because I myself personally with everything that I've heard and I'm I'm not a senator, I'm not a pilot, I'm nobody. I'm just a guy that votes for people. All right? And and I don't feel that the elections were right. So listening to you and telling me what we're going through now with the results of this election, I will, I will feel confident that it was done right or done wrong. Right. And I will have finally have some evidence to, to back that. Yeah. So Absolutely. I, I and, that. and thank you because now we've learned as we've gone along that maybe we need to institutionalize this. Maybe we need to have an audit capability each time and every time at any level that we can utilize. Why not? I mean, in the military, after every inspection, we do a hot wash and say, what did we get right? And what did we get wrong? Right. And how can we improve? Mm -hmm. How much more important is this yeah. than a military inspection? This is our country. Right. This, yeah. is our, this is our life. And if yeah. we as voters cannot have confidence in our election, where are we? Exactly. And it's not like the idea of cheating in elections is like, we've just never even thought of that before. I mean, we look around the globe and we see that there are sham elections uh, in, in other nations, other countries. And I don't know why we would think that we are completely immune to it, even if all it is is a whole lot of, of human error laziness or bad practices, not, not even nefarious, but just, you know, things that could be done better. I don't understand why there anyone is, is giving the pushback that they are, but I appreciate the strength and the perseverance to move forward and keep the ball moving forward with all of the obstacles that have been thrown uh, in, in the way of the Senate. Um, well, thank you. And, and a couple of other thoughts came to mind when you were saying that. Cyber Ninjas also told me, he said, Senator Rogers, the more technology 
is involved and able to be infused into the election process, the more chance for error and uh, exactly. corruption that there is. And so I said, what would you tell my audience? I get asked every day, what would you recommend for the future? And he said, honestly, and I said, yes. And, and here he is, the CEO of a prestigious cyber forensic firm. <laughs> and this is what he said. We should go back to paper. Mm -hmm. We should vote once, mm -hmm. have the day off, have it be a national holiday, mm -hmm. and only have exceptions for people, for example, who are completely unable to come in or who are serving overseas or mm -hmm. in the continental U.S. away from home in, in the armed services. Mm -hmm. That's what? the way it was when I was in the military and uh, for my husband as well. And so we need to get back to something that is tangible and yeah. something that uh, we can track. And the cyber guy and, is and, saying paper is the right. safest. Yes, <laughs> right. how ironic. Something. And the thing yes. is the American people, the Arizonans don't need a cyber guy to tell us that. We already knew that. Mm. Right. We knew that you, you get one piece of paper for the vote. And yes. You know, it's it's just why give an opportunity for cheating to happen? Absolutely. Right. And also, I was showing this to my grandkids. I can run and grab it if you want me to. But the ballot of the future, I was showing them yesterday, we hope will be a ballot that uh, has such intricate artwork in it. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to look at it with a black light, which mm -hmm. we otherwise use to look for scorpions with. <laughs> and <laughs> Uh, it also has a QR code that mm -hmm. when you put your smartphone on it, it reveals data that is unique to that ballot, not your name, but it will correlate back to your voting record. And also there's a seal on it. So if it, if a scanner passes over it and, uh, it doesn't beep, then it's invalid. In other words, it's a non-counterfeitable yeah. ballot. That's what yeah. we need to go to. And I asked my grandkids yesterday after church. So kids, how, how much do you think this ballot costs? And one of them guessed it, our seven-year-old Jack guessed it right on, only 20 cents. Do Whoa. you think we can afford 20 cents times uh, 5 million voters to make right. it a million dollars? I think so. Yes. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, and I would love to see that if you, if you have that, why, why would you yes. have that? Uh, I have a sample, interestingly, uh, because my state rep colleague, Mark Fincham, mm -hmm. uh, who is a great patriot who you need to have on the show, yes. uh, he's in great demand. And anyway, he has a sample and he gave it to me. And uh, then I gave uh, my blacklight flashlight to Sonny Borelli, my colleague, uh, yes. State Senator Sonny Borelli, who's the other retired military member in the state Senate. And he took my black light flashlight. So I had to order another one from Amazon. <laughs> it's so a good popular donation. everywhere we go now. He like every day this past week, um, he'd say, hey, Wendy, bring in the black light flashlight and that ballot, okay? And so I'd bring it in and then all these other state delegations uh, got to look at it. But it's, it's not that hard to leap forward and have uh, non-counterfeitable features in a paper ballot so that would be the best of both worlds man if you could grab that that would be yeah you want me to go get yeah. it right Please. now yeah, okay stand it. by and there we go oh look at that wow 
So you can see yes. perhaps the words valid at the top. I can't make that out, but I can definitely see that there are, yes, I can see it, yeah. valid. Okay, and then you'll see intricate mm -hmm. artistic design mm -hmm. work mm -hmm. and all these little lines that make it not counterfeitable. And then you'll see the great seal of the state yes. of Arizona. Yes. And then you'll see the QR code here at the top. Mm -hmm. And if you were to put your smartphone camera lens on that, it would give you the data much the same as when you go to a restaurant and order off the menu using a QR code. Yes. And then at the bottom, you'll see this uh, seal. Yes. And the copper state of Arizona over which you would scan and then it would beep or not beep. This is again, a notional ballot. And um, well, you can see where I spattered some stuff on there. <laughs> it's, it's been all over the state. Yes. So, and then you also see this little uh, target crosshairs symbol in the top. And that's oh, yeah. also another demarcation of authenticity. So yeah, this is it. really, this is really something. And this is a notional ballot from, uh, Tucson area, David Gowan, my uh, colleague, David Gowan. And by the way, I just want to give a shout out, especially to my colleagues who are, um, shall I say, kindred spirit uh, colleagues who are rural like me. There are only 30 of us state senators. Mm. 16 of us are Republican, 14 are Democrat. So you see what I'm saying here? We only have a one vote majority. If we didn't have that one vote majority, we couldn't be doing this audit. No. If you had told me two years ago when I began to run for the state Senate from Flagstaff, hey Rogers, do you realize that you being in the state Senate will be the chamber of the state which will have the pivotal um, role in determining what happened in the presidential election of 2020, I would have said, I can't even imagine that. No. Yet here we are. And as it says in the book of Esther, but for such a time as this. Mm. Now, each one of us senators, you could say, is the 16th vote, of course, and you would be right. right. But there are very few of us who are rural. Okay, so out of the 30 of us, only seven are rural legislators, Democrats and Republicans. And of the seven, uh, two Republican rural legislators, David Gowan and Sonny Borelli, are very near and dear to me because we have the same ethos. We have constituents who want to make sure that they are represented, even though they are not in Maricopa County. So they are following this keenly. Mm -hmm. So, Wendy, if you don't mind me asking, um, if the audit comes back that there was very much wrong with the audit i mean that there was things wrong with the election and that the vote would have been different if it would have been done right so in other words there was cheating um i know i understand that you just want what your goal is to make sure that the next election is fair but is there someone that's going to do something about the results of this election if they find that they were different that's a great question. Uh, we're in uncharted waters. Right. 
um, there is some talk about, well, could we recall our electors? Mm -hmm. Don't know. Do we need the political majority to do that? Mm -hmm. One would think. So at this point, we just have to persevere mm -hmm. and get the data, get the truth, and then keep plotting along. Yeah. Right. And then the rest of that question is, there are other states interested in what we're doing, what yes. you guys are doing right now. Yes. So if they find out that these results were, were, you know, that the election was falsified and they have suspicion of their states and they, will they go through the same process you think? Well, I hope so. But again, mm -hmm. it depends on what their uh, mechanisms for recourse are. Right. It depends on what political power they have. When you have uh, the state of Washington come down where they hail from a state that the Democrats dominate, they have their hands tied in so many words. Uh, when you have Pennsylvania, who, uh, whose delegates have come out, great patriots. I got to know uh, Doug Mastriano one-on-one uh, -on -one through several conversations, who's also a retired army officer. I'm a retired Air Force officer. We both have the parachute badge, so we both jumped out of a perfectly good airplane. Uh, but anyway, he and I really hit it off, and he's, I believe, running for governor in Pennsylvania. And uh, what recourse do they have, you might ask? Well, they have a, a committee, a state government committee of their state Senate. And that committee, as they uh, led me to believe, can order an audit on behalf of their state Senate. Okay. So for us, we have to vote as a Senate, mm -hmm. i.e. 1614. My understanding, uh, don't hold me to this, but my understanding is in Pennsylvania, it's that committee that can speak for the Senate which is a little different, as you can see, than what we have. Now, they have a slightly larger Republican majority in the uh, Pennsylvania uh, state legislature than what we have. And again, you, you know, you're going to find this where, say, for example, one chamber might be Republican, one might be Democrat, or you have a governor that's of a different party. Each of these states, however, uh, who came out were undaunted and undeterred they want to know right they want to know what the gold standard has been mm -hmm. they want to be connected i'm a great connector so i have everybody's number now on my smartphone mm -hmm. uh, but they want to know uh how do we get this done in case we can do it yeah who to call how to get it done uh, the best business practices, which we have developed now over the course of several weeks, you might recall that we were off for a week because high school graduations had to take place at the Phoenix Coliseum. Mm -hmm. Well, no time was wasted because the folks at the audit used that time to get better business practices uh, into being. These are people on the floor, by the way, I alluded to earlier, who have, for example, pH one guy has a PhD in uh, business efficiency, uh, whatever major that is. He was a, a county manager in another state. He did the training. I sat in on the training. Did you also know that 2,000, I say again, 2,000 
1,000 people so far have volunteered at the audit. And they were all background checked. Mm -hmm. And each one of the counters, people who sat at those colored uh, Lazy Susan counting stations, each one of those individuals was a Maricopa County resident Mm -hmm. and had to have voted in the November 2020 election. We are talking skin in the game here. Yeah. And people from, I believe I've heard, all across the political spectrum. It's not just Absolutely. Republican and we don't know. that showed up to volunteer. We, right. We don't know and did not ask and do not want to know mm-hmm. what party they were from. Beautiful. I love it. I know our time is ticking and we need to start wrapping up. I'm not sure I want to go. I know, me neither. <laughs> um, but you know, we, we have kind of talked about this, like it is a Republican versus a Democrat issue. And it, it really, it is not, uh, it's American. It should, it right. should, exactly. It should be for all of us, just like our constitution was written for everyone. It's, it's not a, there's not a left and a right constitution. It's just a constitution for our United States. Um, but one of the things that tells us that it's not strictly a Republican versus a Democrat issue is that many of the um, the people on the the state board of supervisors are Republicans. And, oh, and I know. They've been obstructionists from the word jump with this thing, so that it's been a little confusing for those of us that like real clear cut lines. You know, like we've got people with white hats, we got people with black hats. You know. <laughs> Well, I I know, and it's inexplicable. And a lot of my colleagues have known these various uh, supervisors over the years as friends. And so it it was really uh, discouraging to them to see that happening, to see the pushback against transparency, uh, to see the complete lack of cooperation, uh, the fact that they made us do it at the Coliseum rather than at the county, which is where we wanted to do it so that there was minimal uh, chain of custody uh, question. Uh, But we just have risen to the occasion. President Fan, Sonny Borelli, uh, former Senator Eddie Farnsworth, my colleague who I office with, Senator Warren Peterson, uh, they have all stood firm shoulder to shoulder throughout all this before I was sworn in. I mean, I got to sit in on the Rudy Giuliani hearings which was a real honor before I was sworn in. And to have seen this go day after day and to see have seen my office mate, Warren Peterson, uh, thrashing around with this day after day while he still chaired during the daytime our Senate Judiciary Committee, of which I'm the vice chair. And plus, I mean, this is a citizen legislature. Mm-hmm. We're here at the most six months. Mm-hmm. We have jobs, we have businesses. We have lives. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a little more well situated because my family's grown and I don't have as many responsibilities as someone younger than I. But uh, it is to say that there's an enormous amount of responsibility that we have just uh, taken on as a state and as a state Senate. But I, I love this. I love that we're in the crossroads at the crossroads, at ground zero, at the pointy tip of the sword. Arizonans are tough. We are resolute. We are unflinching. And we have that Western independent mindset. (laughs) And we do not want the federal government 
getting into our mess kit. Boy, that's the right. truth. That is the absolute truth. I'm going to end on this question. You are doing what is the most important thing that you could be doing right now uh, yes. to preserve our state, to preserve our union, our republic. What can you say to our listeners, not just here in Arizona, we have listeners all over the nation, we have listeners all over the world. Um, so specifically to those in our republic, what is the most important thing that they can do right now as a citizen to protect and preserve our constitutional liberties? You go on my Facebook, Wendy Rogers AZ, and you'll find two organizations you can donate to to support the audit here and mm -hmm. hopefully going forward in other states. Mm -hmm. uh, again, go to Wendy Rogers AZ. My final after action report, which was from a few days ago, has those two links on it. Also, follow me. Uh, I have a huge national support base. And it's because I can keep you informed with up to the minute information that you might not see in the news. Uh, WendyRogers.org. Wendy, like the hamburgers, Rogers <laughs> with no D and Democrat, R-O-G-E-R-S, WendyRogers.org, O-R-G. You can sign up for my updates. I highly encourage you to do that. Again, uh, I put out an email every few days, which uh, shows what we've been doing and how we're trying to restore election integrity. Fantastic, fantastic. And, and really what that all boils down to is get involved. Yes. Right? Get educated, get involved and support the people that are in the arena doing the work. So thank you so much. Wendy, really, thank you very much. I, it's I, my pleasure. Um, I met Cheryl at the Second Amendment rally downtown and we fired, we were fired up, huh, Cheryl? Yeah. Yes, we Well, that's awesome. I, I mean, if it wasn't for people like you, then we would just bow down and do whatever whatever the we can't. power said. No, we can't. We, can't. No, we, we, we have to thinking. rise up now. We have to. Thank you. It's it's our country. And as Ronald Reagan said, we're only what a generation away from losing it if we don't rise up. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I'd say opener of our show is his speech saying exactly those words. We try to remind people every time they tune in that it's up to us in our generation to pass that baton forward. Arizona right. State Senator Wendy Rogers, thank you so much for your service, your, your past service and your continued service. And uh, we look forward to hearing an, um, future updates as to how this all plays out. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you, Dan. Uh, thank Absolutely. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Um, amazing. That's all that, I'm to say. You know, is, to be able to see that, that example of that ballot, I'm yeah. hoping that everybody that's hearing this show is watching this show because we have the audio only version and then we have the video Who would version. deny that except for people that want to cheat? Right. It's like, you know, when they put those kind of watermarks on our driver's license, on our money, yeah. on our to passports. Like, right. And they talk about, you know, okay, this audit costs too much money to do. And I think, well, look at all the spending this government's doing mm -hmm. for stuff that mm -hmm. we could say we don't think it's fair. Yeah. I want a fair election. If we're wrong about this, that there was no cheating awesome. and the elections were fair. That would be amazing. Then now I'm satisfied and we can move on. Exactly. But exactly. I'm afraid that even with this, they're going to say, 
well, they cheated with that, you know, whoa, 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 whoa. That, that was a waste of money. Even yeah, they're going to try to say, get this, the people that think that the audit is unnecessary, they're probably going to say that the election was perfect and pristine, but the audit is, right. you know, could possibly be yeah. perfect and pristine. You know, it's like, mm, yeah, right. no. So, but I will tell you this, if the, I think there was cheating in the elections, gross cheating, not just a few, because we all know there's a couple, but I will publicly go on the air and say, I am uh, sorry, I am sorry if this audit comes back as nothing was wrong. That, I think that would be the, the ultimate, most awesome thing right. to find out is that, right. you know, there's always going to be an error here and error right. there, but um, it would be the best thing in the world if we truly found out, no, this audit showed us that we we're doing everything really good. Right. That'd be amazing. There's a lot of us that don't believe that that's the case. And we're not, we're not applauding that we're afraid of that, right? Because if this one was bad then how many others might have been bad or what if we hadn't have pushed 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 through to right. make this one uh get this audit out and find out how to improve in the future what does that mean for our future what it means is i'll be satisfied with the end results of this election okay good. that's what it means all right fantastic what an uh, amazing interview with one of our arizona state senators wendy rogers uh, again she has a lot of information on her website and her facebook page pertaining to this and it is unfolding so quickly things are in real time and um, i'm even going to move up the date that we were going to post her show because things are happening so quickly and now we might have these weird developments going on with you know, uh, u.s attorney today. general um merrick garland um, so you might even see that this episode appears out of order because I'm trying to move up the date to, to get this information out there, but, uh, such huge appreciation to the people that have, have marshaled on through this. How, how is it Merrick Garland's business? It's not, it's not, uh, federal funds that are used to support this audit. It's, it's none of their business. Maybe none. Because it's a. No, presidential no. it doesn't matter. It this is done in the state. I'm just saying in his mind. But we're using state. Thinking. We're using state ballots. I agree. We're not using federal funds. Leave us alone. It's none of your business, Mr. Garland. As none. Danny said. All right. So again, thank you to our awesome guest, Arizona Why Senator I Wendy oughta. Rogers. Huh? Why I oughta. Why I oughta. <laughs> um to the moon, Norton. Yeah. Um thank you. That. No, no, they Bang. wouldn't be able to Zoom breathe. To they the wouldn't breathe, be able to breathe up there. Okay, of our listeners out there, I wonder how many understood that, got that reference. It was the Jackie Gleason, honeymooners, right from the honeymooners. Um, gosh, and then the actor's name of Norton just left me, but somebody out there will know it. Sullivan. No. Anyway, The Honeymooners is a, an old black and white TV yeah. show uh, and would be considered very non-PC these days. But um, anyway. Jack, Jack Sullivan? No? Maybe not? I don't know. Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason. Oh. Norton. No, Norton. Okay. Tall, yeah. skinny guy with the funny oh, hat. I know. I don't know. Anyway, um, you totally made me lose track. Hey, we want to, you know, we, we want to thank our guests. 
we did that. We want to thank our and listeners, listeners yeah. uh, some of whom are probably going to write in and go, well, of course this actor's name is and fill in the blank. I love to throw her off. This is awesome. <laughs> I'm doing it again. Watch. Yes. She's going to not And no, until, until next time. You right. talk about binge listens and all that stuff? No, see, you see? me off. I got you. I got you. All right. If you go going to watch the video version, you go to uh, YouTube. If they allow this, this is talking about this the might not be audit, allowed. And Ooh. they might censor this particular um, episode or our show entirely. If they you never put know us in what jail, send do. us a file. Yeah. Uh, the, a place that does not get censored, that is very First Amendment friendly, is gunstreamer.com. Please go there and find our shows. Also, the uh, smartphone app, OpsLens, O-P-S-L-E-N-S. And if you like the audio-only version, which to see that ballot and the black light on the ballot, that is worth looking yep. up the video version of this show. But if you like the audio version, uh, go to gunfreedomradio.com, click the on-demand tab, and binge listen to your heart's content. Darling. Uh, and you can click the guest tab. You'll see photos and bios and links to the, the pages that Wendy Rogers was talking about and all of our guests. Uh, have their own um, links to their works. It's a great resource and we don't hate it when you spend time there. All right, now we're going to wrap up. We're going to pray for our nation. going to pray for our leaders. Pray for our leaders. How about the ones you don't like, Dan? Even them? Maybe especially them. See, this is where he gets quiet. <laughs> All right, until next time, be good to each when we're other. Fight, when, whenever we're having a discussion, and she doesn't want me to talk. She says, oh, Danny, just pray for your leader. Uh, pray for the ones you don't like. And I'll quieten up. Yeah. Uh, guys, thank you very much for listening to us today. And God bless. Be good to each other. Have a great day.